Welcome to Digging In with the Missouri Farm Bureau. Janet Atkinson here with you, and we have a special guest joining us here this week. We are talking with Jim Morris. Now, Jim, he is out of the Lone Star State. And of course, a lot of times whenever we talk to people on the podcast, they happen to be from Missouri or have relations with Missouri in some manner or another. Well, Jim does because... His movie, the movie that was based on his life, aired in Missouri many, many moons ago. Uh, Jim, the movie The Rookie was based off of your life. And I remember when that movie came out. That was uh, back in the early 2000s. So not that long ago, if we honestly think about it. But it has been a little bit. It's been a little bit. And still, I wake up. There are days I wake up and I'm expecting to wake up from a dream, I guess. Like, did that really happen? Did all that stuff really, because it just seems so impossible for someone who should be on their way out as far as being a major leaguer at the top tier of their sport. I should be on my way out, not on my way in. And Uh and because of those teenage kids, I found out, hey, it doesn't matter. You you don't want to wake up one day when you're now my age and go, what if you want to go do it now? And, And I like having answers. And so... When I challenged them, they challenged me and we came out better, but it's been a while. And when um, the movie came out, Disney had talked to Dennis and I during the filming of it. They would come and ask us questions and sit down like, who are your favorite ball players? If you could have dinner with anybody, who would it be? And so Dennis and I would you know, shoot out answers and his a generation, a decade older than me. And so his ball players are different than my ball players. And so we're just naming these people and comes down to it the night before the premiere in New York, we had dinner at the 21 club with 21 hall of famers. And it was, it was amazing to watch these guys who I'd seen and watched and loved to see them play baseball. Now they're in the same room with me and Dennis is enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. My agent, Steve, he go. He would walk up to somebody. He goes in the eighth inning with two people on and one out. You hit three forty-five in the eighth. I'm like, dude, how do you even know that? I don't even. I'm just glad I'm here. And I actually one of the biggest compliments I've gotten was during that dinner. William Mays asked for my autograph, and I thought you have got to be kidding me. Boy, that's one of those things you wish you had on tape too. Absolutely. <laughs> How exciting is that? Now, whenever you're also talking about Dennis, you're talking about Dennis Quaid. That's the gentleman who played you in the movie. Uh, there's been a request. Are you going to bring him along for us at the com- at the convention too? Yeah, everybody wants to know that, don't they? <laughs> so we're nothing new then. <laughs> well, it sounds like that was an exciting experience. I can't even imagine. Uh, tell me what were your thoughts whenever somebody first reached out to you about the movie idea? I thought it was a lark. I thought, I thought there is no way you're not making a comedy about me, man. I'm old and I'm fat. When I start out, I'm like, no, you're Chris Farley's not playing me. And, <laughs> you know, we first person that called was actually an old roommate of mine from the first time around a minor league ball. And Mark had played major league ball, quit playing baseball to go be a, a model in Europe, then came back and got in the movie business. And he and Eisner, who was the president of Disney, then are friends. And they're like, we want to make a movie about you. And I hung up on Mark like three times in a row. I'm like, no. And then finally, I called my agent and I go, Steve, just make him stop. People are offering me to go play golf with Tiger Woods and everything else. And 
That's not why I'm here. I'm here for that second. I'm here to be that kid again who hasn't got to be a kid in a long time. I just want to play baseball. Mm -hmm. And I shouldn't be here. I got a coaching job waiting for me when I get home, but I am here because I made a promise. And I think our word needs to be who we are. My grandfather taught that, and I think that's important. But, yeah, Dennis, Dennis was a great choice. But Mark finally got us into the Disney studios, and they're like, what do you want out of this movie? And I said, I want a movie about kids who were counted out from the beginning, even before they even had a chance to succeed or fail. And I said, number two, I want to, I want to be about second chances for older people who either may have missed that dream or something got in the way. Life happens. And we just gave up on it for whatever unknown reason. But you want to go back and you want to try it just so you can go, I did that. I tried it. And it didn't work very well, but I tried it. And those high school kids, they made it work well. Now, we've got, of course, a lot of folks are going to be at the annual meeting at the, the Lake of the Ozarks here in early December. But we also have some folks who might be tuning into the podcast who might not be able to uh, hear the message that you share with us in early December. So what is one thing that you want folks to know uh, whenever it comes to following that dream? I think putting dream makers around you. And I define dream makers as surrounding yourself with the best to be your very best. And those are the people you want on your team because they want to see somebody succeed for no other reason. They want to see somebody else go further than what they thought they could. They want to be that mentor. They want to be that coach. They want to be that teammate. It lifts people up, not tears people down. And so that is one of the big topics I talk about is if we don't, we don't pay attention to each other and we don't get on the same page, divisive, divisiveness is just going to keep spreading. And it doesn't need to be in all it doesn't need to be in everything. We don't need everything politicized and we don't need farming is different and the hardest working people I've ever seen in my life are farmers. If I can come up there and entertain you guys for just a little bit, I want to share my story about dream makers. That's what I want to do. Well, we certainly can't wait to hear it. Um, I also wanted to just sort of pick your brain a little bit more about the experience that you had as far as uh, behind the scenes. Whenever it first came to the movie coming together, were you able to be on, on location with them? I was on location. Let me tell you, it's daunting <laughs> because I knew nothing about Hollywood. And it's 25 years later. I still know nothing about Hollywood. Right. But they're filming stuff and they're looking at me every time they film something. I'm like, I, I don't know what your job is. But it was just. When it's about you, you want to take a step back and go, is all this really happening? I mean, because this seems unreal. We'll never know unless we go out and take that chance. But I was overwhelmed when I was on the movie set because there's 300 people on this movie set and they're filming stuff about me and here's Dennis Quaid and he's asking me questions about how I talk to the kids and Brian Cox who plays my dad in the movie gets a standing ovation when he does his filming and it was just a lot very quickly and to the point where some of it had to be from memory after the fact because it just happened so fast yeah I mean when we my second day in the big leagues we go to Los Angeles to play the Angels for four games and L.A. Times writer writes this big story about me, interviews all my high school kids. It comes out in the Sunday edition. As we get there to start a, our four games stand with the Angels on Sunday, they had to change my name in the hotel that night because people were calling about movie deals and book deals and documentaries and magazine articles. And I was just, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. 
just because some old geezer went and made a promise and said, ah, I'll go try out again. Yeah, I know the doctor said he'll never pitch again, but I, I can do it anyway. That never would have crossed my mind had it not been for those kids. And to go the step further, if I'd have got my dream at 19, I wouldn't have respected it like I did at 35, knowing how hard it is to get to that point. I'd seen those successes. I'd seen those failures. And then you have to turn around, clean up, make another plan and get after it again. I failed a lot. And then when I did it for somebody else besides me, I became successful. Those kids challenged me and made me successful. That's, that's a credit to them. I'm mentoring them, and, but they're mentoring me at the same time. Age makes no difference. Absolutely. Now, before we wrap things up, not many of us are going to have the chance to be on a movie set in our lifetime. So what was the one big surprise going through that entire process that you just never expected? But it's actually work. And I'll give everybody something I don't give them during my talks. Um, when we make the bet and Dennis has them in the stands and he's talking to them and they're talking about the bet. The wind on the set that day was actually blowing so hard that it took us 13 hours to film that scene. And they're having to move all their microphones around. It costs like a quarter million bucks and they're scared because it's Texas and it's dirt. And, and so they kept changing the field around. And then when the movie comes out, it's smooth as glass and you can't even tell. And that's when I knew it was real work. <laughs> 13 hours for one little scene. That's one little scene. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Well, listen, Jim, I don't want to keep you too long. We're so excited to have you join us at the Lake of the Ozarks for the Missouri Farm Bureau annual meeting. Um, I know folks are going to thoroughly enjoy your conversation, and I know a lot of folks remember the movie. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to, to meet you in person and hear what you have to say. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate that a lot. I look forward to it, too. Absolutely. Well, again, we've been talking with Jim Morris. Jim is, of course, the, the gentleman that the movie The Rookie was based on, that movie from back in 2002. He will be one of our keynote speakers this year at the Missouri Farm Bureau annual meeting. So be sure to get your registration and reserve your room and, well, you know, come hungry because there was always a lot of food as well, too. Thank you, Jim. And thank you for joining us for Missouri Farm Bureau's Digging In.